The Yay for Business podcast is going on hiatus at the end of 2021. Connect with us on Instagram at Courtney Shaw to stay up to date on what's happening and any announcements on future episodes. In the meantime, we're wrapping up 2021 with the best of the Yay for Business podcast. I'm Allison, Courtney's operations manager, and I'm here to lead you through a visit of the most listened to episodes of the Yay for Business podcast as we make our way through the rest of the year. This is episode 63, 100K Math. You deserve to earn 100K per year from your business, even if 100K seems wildly out of reach, even if you just started your business, and even if you're struggling to make $100 right now. Because really, while 100K is an important milestone, it's still just a number. Nothing magical happens at 100K. In fact, Courtney didn't even realize when she hit it. And this is from a person whose biggest goal for her business was once 30K per year. Join Courtney as she breaks down the 100K math and what that actually looks like for your business each quarter, month, week, day, and hour. Let's talk about the math for making 100K. You know, episode three of this podcast uh, was actually our most popular episode to date. And it's the episode where I talked about 50K a year math. So I thought it was only fitting to come in here and talk about 100K a year math. Now, the 50K a year math episode, that math is really what I am wanting to inspire people to reach for when they're really in a place to enroll in my program, Yay for Clients. So that's what Yay for Clients is really all about. That's like my core goal. Now, do you have to be making 50K by the time you finish that program or else like you aren't finished? No. Like the range I like to see people in in that first stage of business is about 25 to 50K. All right. And if you're at 25K, you're totally fine to be listening to this episode. And even if you're not, you're totally fine to be listening to this episode. I think it's awesome to really kind of look a few steps ahead. Just know that you might want to go back and listen to the 50K a year episode as well. Now, if you're not quite at 50K a year, it doesn't mean like you can't like listen to this as well. That's kind of that gray area where I actually would like you to listen to this because I think it's time for you to start reaching even higher. It's that concept of, you know, shoot for the moon and you'll you'll land amongst the stars is I want you to shoot for the moon now, which is going to be 100K. You're going to hit 50K way faster if you start to look a few more steps ahead. I love to add zeros onto the end of my income goal just to be like, okay, well, if my income goal is like, I don't know, let's just pick a round number. If my income goal is 500,000 a year, what if I made it 5 million? Like not to freak me out, but just to play with that. Like what would I have to do? What numbers would I have to hit in order to hit 5 million? As I mentioned in the 50K a year math episode, and I'm going to repeat that again right now, all the most successful entrepreneurs I know, the people who just have those business brains and they're constantly growing and they're just like those people who reach outrageous levels of success super fast, they are the kind of people who are constantly running numbers like this and doing thought experiments around, you know, what would the numbers have to look like for me to hit that goal? So it's not about like getting emotionally attached to it or anything like that. It's just about playing with the numbers. So. Let's talk about the why here because, you know, I talked about in the 50K episode, you know, why are we talking about 50K? The reason I wanted to talk about it in that episode is because I think so many people forget that milestone. Like they skip from like, oh, I made $100 to like, I want to make $10,000 a month. And I'm like, hold your horses. There's a few steps in between here. 
Um, so I wanted to really encourage people to focus on the 50K number. Now with the 100K number, I'm not as worried about you focusing on it because I think so many people are focused naturally on this 100K number. People are really clinging to this with fury. So I actually want to talk about it from that angle of it's really not as important as you think it is. <laughs> I know it's weird for me to do an episode telling you how to hit this goal. And I'm starting by saying it's not that important, but nothing magic happens when you make $100,000 in a year. Like, I used to hear people say that. I remember, I have chills saying this because I remember being in my like really old crappy apartment in Montreal, like struggling to make past like $35,000 a year with my business and like working to the bone and hearing people say like, nothing magic happens when you hit 100K. And I was like, uh-huh, sure, easy for you to say, uh, fancy rich lady. But the truth is, nothing magic happened when he hit 100K. Now, I'm not gonna lie. It was really exciting and it was such a great milestone and I am not against focusing on this goal. I just want us to like mitigate our expectations and ground it a little bit and maybe detach some of the emotion around it because the truth is that I passed 100K in a 12-month period without noticing it. Like, I didn't realize it had happened because I was so focused on it happening in a calendar year, but I didn't realize like, oh, in the last 12 months, I've actually made more than 100K. So it totally went by unnoticed. Nothing magic happened. And another point I really wanna make, I'm really gonna, you know, open up the curtain and show like the Wizard of Oz here. Not all profit, my friends. There's a huge shift that happens when you go from what I talk about in terms of like, that 50K number being like just getting your business off the ground and making some regular revenue and having like a signature service. And then like having a business that has expenses and all of that. And your expenses when you are a solopreneur with a one-on-one -on -one service are very different from your expenses when you start thinking about launching a program or growing your services because you pretty quickly hit a point where you can't do it all yourself. And some people that point happens earlier on. And I've heard of people hitting a million without hiring people. And I have no freaking idea how that worked because I am not wired for that. I was one of those people who really needed help earlier on. And I had to really take a cut of my profit, i.e. like my own income and all of that because I just am not built to be a workaholic. Like I just can't do it. So I just want to shed some light on that because I don't want you to feel bad that you need to hire help and you're only making, you know, 30,000 a year from your business or uh, a couple thousand dollars a month. I actually think the earlier on you start to hire help, the faster your business is going to grow, even though it might feel like, oh, I'm, I should be able to do more right now. That's not true. Um, and I don't want you to feel bad or beat yourself up about that. It is not all profit and um, your profit margin is going to shrink. You're never going to have as high of a profit margin as when you are a solopreneur doing one-on-one -on -one services. But then of course, the issue with that is there is a limit to how much you can do there, which we will talk about. There's also just a total and utter identity shift. And I, I say that, I feel like that was a little bit like trite the way I said that. There is an absolute identity shift that needs to happen to go from a solopreneur that's like, oh, I'm just trying to get some clients and make some money to being a business owner who is like, oh, now I want to like scale up my business. I want to, you know, hire, you know, some contractors to support me. Um, I can't do everything myself. I want to launch a course. Like total and utter um, identity shift going on there. 
you have to, and I mentioned this, I think it was in um, my episode about my schedule smackdown for service providers a couple episodes back, but I mentioned that you, when you're, this, this is such a good metaphor for this. When you are like zero to 50K, and again, don't get too fixed on the numbers. I'm just using them so I can put some kind of container on this. But in that first phase of your business, you are the machine. You are everything. You're like the joke everyone says is like you're the CEO and you're the janitor and you're the marketer and you're the finance person. You're everything. You are the machine. It is your identity. It is who you are. Okay. Now, that's really effed up in a lot of ways because it really messes with people's minds and it really messed with mine and pretty much everyone I know and everyone I work with that really messes with your mind because you start to over identify with your business. And again, I've talked about this a lot in past episodes, so I don't want to harp on this too much, but the fact that it keeps coming up should tell you that this is a really important thing that you need to take very seriously. When you go from, you know, okay, I'm a solopreneur getting clients to, okay, I really want to grow this thing and be like a business. Then you have to build the machine. You have to stop being the machine and you have to build the machine. It's like going from like being a human to being God, you know, like (laughs) maybe a really strong way of putting it, but you're like the thing that's like doing all the work. And then you have to become the, the person who's actually building the machine in the first place. And it's just a very different shift of how you're looking at things. You have to step up like a thousand more feet in the air, 10,000 more feet in the air and look at it from that eagle eye view. You really have to start seeing things in a much bigger way and looking at things as more objectively versus you and your identity and all of that. So you have to start separating yourself from the business. The earlier you do that, the better. And the faster you start doing that, the better. Like even if you just started your business today and you stumbled upon this episode, I'm so glad you heard that because at least now you're aware that this is something that's going to happen and you can prevent it from stopping you from growing in the future. Okay. And the last thing I want to say about, you know, the whole 100K revenue thing, like why does this matter is, you know, revenue numbers are relative and we all have very different, um, we're all different people with, from different backgrounds. We all live in different places uh, globally, even across countries, even in the same, you know, general region. Some of you live in expensive urban areas. Some of you live in rural areas. Some of you have children. Some of you don't. Um, some of you are um, breadwinners for your family. Some of you see your income right now as sort of like supplementary for your family. And none of that is right or wrong. But what I want you to know is that your situation is unique and you cannot compare what $100,000 means to you to what $100,000 means to somebody else. Okay. For all sorts of different reasons, it's a very relative thing. Now that said, okay, that said, you deserve this. I can't wait until I make my million dollars and I get to make my million dollar math episode, (laughs) right? Like every zero, I'm going to just, you know, add on to that. So you deserve this. $100,000 is symbolic. There's a reason why we all get so fixated on this. It's not just because we're conditioned to. Like, yes, that's part of it, but there's also, like, it feels symbolic. Our brains like big round numbers. And so there is something there, right? Like, I don't want to totally discount this number. Um, It holds a lot of meaning for people. And hitting this number can really do a number on some of your old money stories. So when I passed 100K, I noticed a lot of like my real like ingrained money stories kind of went away. Like some of the deeper ones are like obviously still there. They never go away fully. It's just like new level, same devil, right? As Denise Stuffield Thomas always says. But 
a lot of them just dissipated because I never thought in a million years I would make $100,000 in a year from my business when it happened. And it happened, I don't know, maybe five years ago. I honestly don't know. Don't hold me to that number. Um, but I've, I've been past that for quite a few years. And when I started my business, I told this in my eight lessons from eight years of business episode. That was like one of my earlier episodes. Um, I only wanted to make $30,000 a year. Like that was my quote unquote big hairy dream, right? So the fact that I was able to pass 100,000, it just blew my mind. And I just think that's so great. I think we should try to blow our own minds. And that's why I want to push you, not because I want you to feel bad about not hitting that, but because I want you to see what's really possible for you. Where you're at right now is okay. And if you don't want to hit this goal, that's okay. But it's kind of weird that you're still listening to this episode, I think, unless you're like hate listening. But that's cool. We still love you. That's totally fine. All right. So as a reminder, business is just a game. These numbers don't actually mean anything. They're just monopoly money. It's just a strategy. It's just all a game. It's all an illusion. Just try to compartmentalize it like that a little bit. I think it helps to take some of the emotion out of it. You get to play the game however you want. You can totally and utterly disagree with me, and that is totally fine. I honestly, I want you to play the game how you want. And every single person is on their own path in this game. Like I said, you cannot compare yourself. I know people who have been in business years shorter than me. Like I'm talking, I've been in business eight years. They've been in business less than two years making millions of dollars. Okay. And I know people who have been at this longer than me and still are kind of like making ends meet and, you know, haven't really been growing and might be struggling or might be happy with where that they're at. Honestly, no judgment on that. So I just want you to know that everyone's on their own path. I'm not creating this episode because I want to force this number down your throat. I'm creating this episode because I want to show you an example of a strategy you might want to implement in the game that you're playing. You can take it or leave it. You can modify it, but I'm going to just lay out my philosophy and how I see it. And then the way that you take this is totally up to you. So how do we make 100K? Let's break down the basic math first. 100K. 100K per year is 25K per quarter. It's $8,333 per month, okay? It's $1,923 per week. And you, if you're looking at pounds or euros or something else, that's totally fine. It's $277 a day. And that makes it, and this is based on a 40 hour week of work. Um, if this was your salary, um, it would be $48 an hour. Okay. So I love laying this out like this. And I think a visual is really good. If you want to write all those numbers down, you can break it down yourself. But to see that it really breaks down to on average, I need to make $277 a day from my business. Okay. Suddenly that feels way more doable than $100,000 a year, right? And then looking at it as $48 an hour, well, that tells me, oh, I could probably look at, you know, on average, how much am I charging for my services? And on average, how many hours are those taking? Where am I at just on that? Plus, that's not even taking into account the work I do outside of working on the actual service. When we say $48 an hour, I don't mean $48 an hour when you work on client work. I mean $48 an hour, 40 hours a week, no matter what you're doing. 
right? So, and again, listen to the schedule SmackDown for service providers. I talk a lot about, you know, the whole myth around billable hours and stuff like that. So that's a really good one um, for that. But you start to see these numbers and then you're like, okay, these are just different ways of like, breaking up my monopoly pieces, right? These are just different ways I can look at it. So sometimes it really helps me to think of it as, okay, $277 a day. Okay, well, if I had um, if I had a service that's $2,000, well, that's a lot of days worth of pay, right? Like if I do one client, how many days worth of pay is that? Now, I don't have a calculator in front of me, but you just do $2,000 divided by 277, right? Um, and then that would be like, okay, well, that's like that many days of pay, and then you need another client, right? So there's some just different ways to help your brain wrap its, you know, neural pathways around this concept of making $100,000 a year by not making it feel so big, okay? I also want to mention here, when I break down those those numbers, you know, 25K a quarter, 8.33K a month, you know, $1,923 a week, $277 a day, $48 an hour, those are averages, right? That doesn't mean like, oh my God, you have to make $48 per hour or you have to sell something that's $277 every single day. I know that sounds really obvious, but sometimes our brains see things very black or white and they can get stuck on that. Oh my God, I didn't make $277 a day. It's like, well, yeah, but you sold two clients three weeks ago, so you're still good. Like, you're totally fine. And these averages fluctuate from month to month, too. So these numbers are averages. They do not account for growth, right? They don't account for, like, you know, month one is going to be less than month 12 because obviously your business is going to grow. You're not going to start with this average. You're going to grow into it. So that's really important to take into account. You need to look at where you're at right now and like what would that growth trajectory have to look like month after month or quarter after quarter in order to get up to the $100,000 amount, right? Because it's it's not just going to leap up to it and then stay there. It's going to happen slowly over those 12 months. And then there's also really healthy fluctuations that are just normal and expected in a business, never makes the same exact amount of money every month or every day or anything like that. So you're going to see normal fluctuations. So if we take that, we round it to $50 an hour. $50 an hour, that's doable. Like that's a doable thing. And I want you to take note of what's coming up for you when I mention this number. Like, are you comparing that number to how much your mom makes? Because that's something I did for a long time. I'm like, oh, that's more than like my mom makes or something. Or, or like, oh, that number is too much because I've never heard of anyone making that much an hour. So I want you to look at that number because a lot of us are really stuck on hourly amounts. And so the hourly one is when I kind of want you to play with. And what I also want to tell you is... What helps me is I actually have a spreadsheet that I've used for, I think, the last three years, maybe longer, to actually track every day how much money comes into my business. I have an income tracker spreadsheet that calculates like um, sums and formulas and all of that. I love to see the actual numbers of how much came in this day, how much came in that day, and then, you know, how much came in over the month. And then I have calculations for, okay, you know, what's my trajectory for the year? If I continue to make this much, what's my average for the quarter? It's just really good to have all these numbers. And then I have a weekly habit of going back and filling it out every single week to make sure that it stays updated. Now, let's talk about what the 100K math is going to look like for your business. I've already mentioned some differences between the 100K math and the 50K math. One big difference is that 
the business model that we're going to use is going to look different than in the 50K episode. In the 50K episode, I have you having a mini service and a signature service. And we have your signature service raising prices over time for a year so that you can get started. That's like a getting started building momentum model. This model, what we're going to do is we're going to start thinking about what it would look like for us to max out our services and add launching a program on top of it, right? Like this is exciting. Let's talk about that. So if you're already making, and again, don't get too fixated on this numbers, but like in my experience, I would say if you're already making around like $2,000 a month or 25K a year on average from your business, I think it's cool for you to start thinking about launching a program. I think that's totally fine. Again, it's all relative. It all depends. If you're the breadwinner for a family in Manhattan on $25,000 a year, that's probably not, it's probably not time for that. You probably need to triple that number. Um, but if you're like, okay, I'm feeling good about the money coming in and I really want to start thinking about this, that's totally fine. All right. A hundred K is going to have your signature service for this business model. And then we're going to add those course launches, but I'm going to share with you three different models of what this would look like. Okay. So what I'm going to show you is model number one, and I'm saying show you, I'm telling you, this is obviously like not a show and tell experience on a podcast, but this first model, we're going to say your service right now is $1,000. Okay. Now I would consider this a relatively inexpensive signature service. And so anytime someone's signature service is $100,000 or $100,000 or less, I know we probably need to raise those prices. I just know that off the bat, just from my experience working with hundreds of entrepreneurs over the years, that's probably where we're at. But let's just say we wanted to get as close as we can to six figures with our $1,000 service. So you basically need 100 clients right? Like $1,000 times 100 is 100,000. So I like this model because it's easy math and because it might be closer to where you're at right now. I might be oversimplifying. You might have multiple services right now. You might be customizing services. Um, so you, it's different for everybody and we'll fix that later. We don't want you doing that anymore. Very, very important that we, we stop doing that. So important. I can't, <laughs> I cannot emphasize that enough. Um, but if your service is on average a thousand dollars, then you basically need eight clients a month to get to what would end up being, I think, 96,000 for the year. Okay. So it's not quite there, but I mean, close enough, right? Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna split hairs there. Pretty close. And then we can also say like, you probably have some, maybe some other income sources there. Maybe you still have the mini service. Maybe you have like some paid live workshop you do, or like you do a pop-up offer or something like that. So that might fill in that last $4,000 or even put you over the edge. We're just talking for simplicity's sake about your signature service and booking that out. Now, you might hear eight clients a month or 100 clients a year, and that might make you go, whoa, that is way too many clients. And if that's how you feel, I agree. I would think that's too many clients. And as I said in my you know, Schedule Smackdown for Service Providers episode, I don't want you prioritizing client work over growing your business. And so if eight clients a week is going to have you working more than 50% of your weekly hours on client work, then you need to raise your prices like flat out. Now, if you're charging a thousand dollars and have eight clients a month and that feels doable and you're able to do that work in less than half of your time a week, I still probably think you need to raise your prices, but it's okay. Like you're not, you're not like really giving me like huge red flags, just like little tiny minuscule red flags. 
So um, you might also be worried um, if you raise your prices, as I'm saying, like you probably need to raise your prices if this model is more similar to you, your immediate gut feeling or that voice in your head might have just said, oh, people won't pay me for that. Like Courtney doesn't understand. Like that's all good and you think that, but I know I can't get people to pay that. The reason I know that thought is happening inside your head right now is because that was the exact thought I had inside of my head when I raised my prices. And I also, as you guys know, I've been doing this work for years and I've worked with so many people. So I've seen it all. I've heard all the things. I know that's what comes up is I can't get people to pay for that. The price is too high. What I want you to know is it's never about the price. It's always about the positioning and the messaging and the promoting. Okay, so that was the first model, you know, signature service, $1,000, you need 100 clients for the year. That sounds like a lot of clients. Some of you are okay with that. Eh, I don't love that. I would like to have less clients. So the second model I ran for you is, let's say we double the price of your service, which by the way is very normal, very typical, very normal. So instead of eight clients, you only need four clients a month. Like you literally now need half as many clients. So instead of 100 clients, you only need 50 clients and you're still at $96,000 for the year, $24,000 a quarter, right? And then you can always, there's some way, maybe a product or something you're doing. And again, I would rather you do a program, but you can fill that $4,000 with you know some affiliate stuff or something like that. So that would easily push you over the $100,000 mark. You're so close at this, right? Like at either of these models or the same model, the $1,000 service or the $2,000 service, one just has you working with more clients, one has you working with half as many clients. You're so close. You've got the $100,000. Here's the problem. You're tapped out. You're basically maxing out how much you can do working one-on-one for clients. So my issue with you going with one of these models is not that you can't do that, but it's that what happens after that? Then you're kind of stuck. Like, and I've seen this happen where people get really booked out with their services and then they're kind of stuck because now they're booked out and now they need to maintain that amount of money. And in order to go back and sort of like launch a program, they need to create time and space and everything. Again, that comes in like streamlining their services and creating more space and all of that, which I can totally like help them with. But I would kind of prefer that we start laying the groundwork for the course earlier so that we can do this transition into having more revenue coming from services rather having to like backtrack and like freak out because you over maxed out your capacity to work with clients. So that's really my concern there. The $96,000 here doesn't include launching your program. So either what you have to do at that point, right, is you need to either go with an agency model, which means you need to start hiring people to help you deliver your services, which you might have to have started doing anyway, to hire some contractors to help with the workload. In order to grow at that point, you would have to definitely hire. Like you'd have to remove yourself from a lot of the processes. Again, totally possible. I would actually love for you to do that. But, you know, then you're building more of an agency. You can create a program so you can launch your signature program, which obviously I would love to help you do. You can do a combination of both, which a lot of our Yay for 100K students do. So they get some subcontractors in to help them with the services. And then they, while that helps them, you know, keep that revenue coming and supporting those clients and all of that, then they have their time freed up to work on adding that course in. So that's really cool. I like that. Or you can just keep doing this, right? Having four clients a month at $2,000. And that gets old really fast, in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say there's no one out there that would just want to keep that forever, but I've never seen it. 
personally. And maybe it's just because those people don't follow me <laughs> or, or hire me, but I just feel like people like to grow. And it doesn't have to be like an exponential amount of growth, but I just find that humans in general would prefer to grow. And at that model, you just don't have room for growth. And there is a limit to like how much you can keep increasing your prices. That is an option. But either way, you're going to eventually hit that limit of what you can do. Okay, let's talk about the third model. So in this one, we're going to have your signature service and we're going to add on a signature course or program. So in this model, you get to keep all of your clients because again, with how I teach this, I want you to streamline your services and automate as much as possible in them so that you don't have to not take on clients when you launch your program. You're able to maintain that level of revenue. So we already have that that $96,000 established having four clients a month at $2,000. And then we're going to add on there, like let's say in the second quarter of the year or, you know, in, you know, five months from now, you launch a program and you do a 5K launch. Now, a 5K launch is so reasonable. I'm trying to come up with really reasonable numbers here because I don't want to pick these like outlandish launch numbers. And then you're like, oh, but I'd have to hit that huge number. Now, I would love for you to have a 10K launch on your first one. And I think that's totally possible too. What I want to show you is that even if you don't, which again, first launches often are smaller because we've got a lot of things we're trying to figure out, then you'd have an extra 5K that already gets us to $101,000 for the year. And then let's say you relaunch six months later and you have a 10K launch. Now what we've established is not only do you have this this signature service making $96,000 a year, you've now been able to add on this course that is making $15,000 this year. And then you only get to scale that in the next year. So we've created the foundation and it just makes it so much easier. All you have to do, literally, you just have to dial up a knob on your launch to make the launch get bigger. And that dial, you have to dial up once you have a proven launch system in place, which I give my clients inside of VA for 100K. It's a very specific system. We look at very specific numbers. It's super simple and you never have to like reinvent the wheel for your launches. Then you just have to dial up how big your audience is. That's literally comes down to that one thing. And then you can continue doing your services as you dial up that audience size number, continue launching your program until you decide you feel like you can let go of the services if you want to. Okay. So that is what I'm all about is setting this foundation so that you're able to have this $1,000 year without it burning you out by actually getting to a thousand dollars by setting foundations that are going to make your life easier in the long run. Okay, so how do you get there? How do you turn that into your reality? How do we get you to this $111,000 a year or even beyond that, just based on the math that we did today? Um, Number one, we gotta streamline your signature service. So we gotta make sure you have a signature service, right? We've gotta make sure it passed my filter of what a signature service is. Then we have to make sure that we streamline and automate the um, marketing, sales, and delivery of that service. Very important. The second thing is we've got to make sure you're building an audience. I want to make sure that you have at least 500 people on your list by the time you launch your program. It's just a good rule of thumb in order to have any kind of successful launch so that we need to make sure we have a very um, specific plan for you to build that audience. And then you need to launch your signature program. And then all it comes down to is just repeating steps two and three. Build your audience, launch again. Build more, launch again. In the meantime, you're already making six figures. So all those launches are just adding on top. 
All right. That's all I have for you today on our 100K math. I hope you love this episode. I hope it becomes even more popular than our 50K year episode. In order for that to happen though, you gotta share it with your friends. So please, if you have any business friends, you know, the people you call whenever like you wanna talk about like the struggles you're having or the frustrations or, you know, online business gossip or whatever it is, share this episode with them so that you guys can make that commitment to hitting 100K together. And I will chat with you next week. Yay. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you love today's content and are ready to finally start making a full-time income from your business this year, make sure to get on the wait list for my program, Yay for Clients, over at yayforclients.com, and you'll be notified the next time enrollment is open. Or if you're already booked with clients and you want to learn how you can turn your signature service into a signature program, and add 100K of revenue to your bottom line, come apply to my group coaching program, Yay for 100K over at CourtneyShaw.com forward slash apply. Thanks again and have an awesome day.